Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, your mom, joined as always by your dad. Hi. We are doing another remote podcast because I have sadly left the keys for work. And GR Dad has wisely remained in the Keys, where he's also working, but in tropical paradise. Sadly in both senses. It's Indeed. sad that you left, and you're super sad that you left, and you left sadly. So with three senses. Like, I've been on the verge of crying for the past two days, just knowing that I was going to leave. And I'm not even that far. I'm in freaking Orlando, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I went to, like, Gnome or... Or someplace <laughs> <No>. cold. <laughs> I'm in Orlando, uh, but yeah, I'm very sad to have left. So, uh, yeah, I left, and I was like, "Oh no, we didn't do the podcast." So now we're remotely podcasting each other. Yes, the miracle of modern technology allows this to happen. It's Indeed. suboptimal, but you know, hopefully, it'll still work. Yeah. Uh, and we also don't have any great topics, so you're going to get a pretty rambly podcast this week. But uh, you listen to these podcasts, and so you know that they often get rambly. And so only minor apologies, because it's kind of on brand for us to be rambly. Yes. You don't actually know how many devices we're using at this point. I think it's four. Four. For this recording. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fancy. Four computing devices. That's right. <laughs> uh, I also have on headphones. Do you have on headphones? I have headphones. Yeah, so I mean, those could count as devices, and then we have six. Oh, geez. All right, uh, cocktail of the week. We had key lime margaritas, and I don't know if they really count as their own cocktail, because it's just a margarita that uses key lime juice instead of regular lime juice, but they were pretty tasty. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, any, anything keys, key lime direction is good, yep. and lime, limes are always good. Yep, yep, they were pretty tasty, Yep. and... Uh, Margaritas are always fun. We have them on taco night often. Yeah, I take mine with so salt. Taco night, you take them with that. margaritas. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. Update on the girls. Let's start with queso and her itchy faceo, because I don't know how much of an update we've done on that, because it didn't like deserve its own podcast. Yeah. Uh, so queso has had an itchy faceo, and I know we have talked about it generally. Like you can see that she had like scratched, I guess, her right side, scratched a lot of the fur off of her face. And, uh, and I was trying all kinds of stuff. I have like medicated shampoo I was using. I tried steroids. I tried all kinds of things and it wasn't working. And so after we had been down here in the Keys, I guess for a couple of weeks, cause I think Jared, Ed, you had left, right? I took her to the vet when you were back up in Washington. Yeah. I mean, she's been scratching before and you've been trying all the other things before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's been, it's been a couple months that she's been actively yeah. scratching that. Um, but it, like everything was failing and I kept kind of waiting and trying new thing, waiting, trying a new thing, nothing worked. So, uh, yeah, I took her to the vet in Marathon, Florida, which was like an hour from our house. Cause that was basically the closest vet that had an appointment. Um, but they were great. And she had a sebaceous adenoma, I believe is the correct term, which is a tumor of a sweat gland. And it's not cancerous. And it was teeny tiny. Like she had this teeny tiny little bump on her face. I mean, what was it the size of? Like a sesame seed, maybe? That little bump? And she clearly was part of what she was scratching. It was a bit under her eye. And the vet was like, 
you know, if, if it were big, we would do a surgery and take it off. But I mean, I can just cut it off with a pair of scissors. And he like yeah. put some little numbing stuff on her face, like not even a shot, just like rub some stuff on there and then stipped it off with a pair of scissors. No. Queso didn't literally did not even flinch. Uh, and then he's like, well, we should make sure that she doesn't have fancy word for mange. So then he had to do a little scrape on her face and that, you know, like has left a little scarry spot on there, but she does not have mange. She just basically had a skin infection that I had taken her to the vet for before. Like we had done antibiotics. We had done a course of anti-itch stuff and it hadn't cleared it up. So he gave us two different topical things like some ointment and then a, but it looks like an acne pad, like a, you know, the stuff you'd like, the little Clearasil. round circle pads that you'd rub on your face. Clearasil, that's the word I was going for. Um, and we've been using that probably for three weeks now, which has helped a ton. I mean, she used to just scratch at her face all the time. And now, like, maybe she'll scratch it once a day, right? The scratching has gone way down. Um, skin looks better. Fur's very slowly growing back. But uh, queso and her itchy face out soon to be parted and it will just be queso and her beautiful face again yes yes no before she was like you'd wake up at night and she'd be scratching her face now she seems to uh really only occasionally do it yeah it's and that. it's really hard for her to scratch her face because like she's got back arthritis she can't get into a position where she can easily scratch it would just be a big like thump 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 yeah. because her foot would like smash into the floor every time she'd scratch it it's a big production of poor queso yeah, so she's much more comfortable, so that's good. Okay, so the Maggie update is that she's doing great. Uh, when Gia's dad was out of town, somebody was wound up, and so uh, it was nighttime, and the way that you handle that is to take them for walks. And so I kind of was taking everybody in turn, and I decided to take Jasmine and Maggie together, so I, like, leashed them up. We go out, we're walking, and we get, like, halfway down the block, and then I realized Maggie can't go for walks, except she was fine, and I was like, all right, like, I'm real strong now because I've been carrying Jasmine up the stairs every single time she goes out. So many times <laughs> a day. Uh, so I'm like, I can certainly carry Maggie home, you know, a block if I have to. Let's just see how she does. She so we went all the way down to the end of the block, all the way back, didn't limp, didn't have any problems where when we started on this whole mess with the clot, uh, you know, she could only go three houses. So she's not showing any symptoms she's not limping around the house like she would sometimes like she's just doing great so that's good overall and um we have an appointment in like a week or so for her to get an ultrasound to see the progress of the clot see if it's actually going away um and just overall how she's doing so that's a good update on her yeah and it could be related to the fact that she's so much skinnier now too right it's all helping yeah, I mean, it certainly, like, there's less pressure on there. Um, but also, like, if you get a clot, if you get any kind of blockage, you grow new blood vessels. And so that's been going on for a few months and uh, is clearly helping. And we have no idea if the clot is gone or the same, um, but she's doing good. So that's the Schmeeg update. Uh, Dear Dad, do you want to give the Hopper in the Rock update since <laughs> <laughs> you're recording it most actively these days, I think, and you're with her? Sure. Uh, just to finish off Schmieg, right? Oh, sure. I mean, she has she has no problems going up and down the stairs, which is good because she never has a plan. So we take everyone out. So she goes down, and then she kind of gets bored, goes back upstairs, halfway goes back in, and then sees that there are still dogs outside. So she goes back down the stairs to check out everyone, 
And then she goes back upstairs and sometimes she comes back down again. So, but it's like, not like she has any hesitation about the stairs or pain or symptoms, you know. So it, this is these are all good signs. She's doing indeed she's doing great. Yeah, she's doing great. Hopper is still just nuts about the rock. She, <laughs> you know, you let her out at <laughs> any time of day or night, and right now it's a full moon, so it's like super bright at night too. So you let her out yeah. at three in the morning, and she'll. She mirrors to go out because I think she misses Rock, and she has to check on Rock. Where's Dwayne Johnson? And so she, (laughs) so she has to. I mean, it's just it's absurd. I think she forgets all her biological needs and just runs out and checks, and then wades out. And then earlier, I think I put it on, or you put it on the snaps. But she was, it was low tide, so she walked up to the rock and was chomping on it, which is. I mean, it's. I can't watch it because I just feel like my teeth are breaking up, breaking off. Um, yeah, she was chomping on it today and standing on it. She had her feet on the rock, the underwater yeah. part, and then she was given a couple she, big old chomps to the top part. She still barks at it. She doesn't know what to do about it. It is still defying her. <laughs> I don't <Yep>. know. <laughs> It'll um, be interesting once we leave. So we're going to leave in like a week. I come back up to DC and then I'm going back down. Once I come back down with them, if the rock will still hold the same place for her, like will distance make the heart grow fonder or will it like reduce her memory of the rock? It'll be interesting. <laughs> we should put a portrait of it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took today when I was out with her, I took this great picture of like her and the rock, like the rock is clearly visible and she's like standing majestically above it. Uh, which it, I think is like good Hopper Rock art. Yeah, she, yeah, if she if she looks at that picture, it'll drive her crazy because it's got rock in it. <laughs> <laughs> so otherwise, she's fine. She's playing. Yeah. She plays with the ball. She still wants to tug it. So she's when she's not looking at the rock, I guess she's still capable of normal interactions. But when yeah. she's outside, she's like sucked into the gravitational pull. And it, and as before, you you try to tug her away or redirect her, and she's very resistant to being turned away from the rock yeah for yeah. sure she's obsessed she's uh she's vink weird. oh go ahead no no yeah vink she okay. uh vink was out there and uh the, there's no vink or jasmine updates like they're both fine and normal and like always but vink did find a ball like a dog squeaky play ball in the ocean that washed up on our beach it was like tucked in a crag of the rocks on our little shoreline and uh, she kept sticking her nose down there trying to get something and so I went over and I looked and there's like this dog squeaky ball in there which is now a favorite among everyone in the house so good job Vink good job Vink good treasure find okay so that's all the dog updates let's give two dog related house updates one the current status of the dog evader (sighs) the dog evader man like (laughs) <laughs> the the technician comes every week uh so it was broken it was totally broken and that's like when we first got down there i mean it worked a little bit and then it kind of stopped working and then he came and he had to order a part and then it was christmas and new years and so then he finally came and replaced the part and then it stopped working like the next day and so then last week he came and he replaced another part and now it's working except 
the bottom part isn't working. Like you can't use the buttons on the outside bottom part. Is that right? <laughs> you can right? go down, but you can't always go up. Yeah, it's 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 very fraught because it, the nightmare is you get all five dogs in at the bottom, close the door, and then the door won't open and it doesn't work. But we so do have the emergency. There's You can get it down, right? There's an emergency like tuggy thing to lower it down and there's a key that will open the door even if the power is off and nothing is working so you always be able to get them out someone's outside and yes yeah (laughs) you should never ride in the elevator with the dogs is the lesson (sighs) jared dad likes to ride with them and he was in there with them uh was that yesterday and i was like sitting inside and all of a sudden i hear like the alarm there's like a little bloop alarm button that you can push in the elevator and i hear the alarm button going into jeer dad in the elevator with the girls the door wouldn't open yeah that's why you don't ever ride in the elevator you put them in and then you yeah. send the elevator and then you run upstairs and open it or run downstairs and open it so i think i gotta call them and the elevator guys to come again to fix what i think is a problem with the sensor on the downstairs door yeah, I mean, we're both getting stronger, pushing Queso up and carrying Jasmine up the stairs. Seems to work. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's uh, fine. So that's the dog evader. And then the big news of the day is that the fence guys have finally come to put our fence in. Uh, it's so exciting. It's going to be so good to have an actual fence instead of the falling down I mean, as these wire. things go, right, we'll, we'll have a fence... And then two days later, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, I think so. They got the fence like across the front yard today, um, except for the gate on the driveway. So that's still open. And then they have to do the fence like along the side yard, which I think will probably take a couple days because it's twice as long as across the front yard. And then they will put the gate in. So by the end of the week, our fence will be done and then we're going to leave. Uh, but it's going to be great. Like no more chicken wire and we'll just be able to like let them out and they won't be able to escape except through the water (laughs) they can just like go into the ocean and then swim around and go into the neighbor's yard uh so we're gonna we've got a plan to like get some big rocks that are gonna go on like our little coral shelf so at least they can't walk over to the neighbor's yard in the water they'd have to like do a proper doggy paddle which they're less likely to do most of the time when they escape over there it's because they walk in the water yeah exactly it will be nice, but so. again, it'll be like two nights, and then it'll you know, be like, later. <laughs> February visit's going to be great, though. It's going to be good. It is. It is. It's going to be great yeah. all around. Yep. So uh, so that's the household updates. Uh, anything else before we move on to Taste of the Keys stories? <laughs> yeah, just the, the note where it's like Queso and Venk don't play as much here. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Vink and Hopper will occasionally play, but it's not that it's not that long either, and they they tug it occasionally. And you know, but but you know, it's not the the queso eating Hopper's face and the Hopper <laughs> biting back. I, I haven't seen that. Um, There's less playing all the together. I think they're just getting more tired, like being outside. They're like walking around more. There's more interesting stuff here. More water time. 
Yeah, that's a that that may be. They're they're out more often, and when they're out there, more you know they are. They're in the water. They're sniffing around. They're they're walking around. It's all very stimulating on the porch too. Perhaps yeah. fresh air makes them tired. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so once we're back backup, in Maryland, my backup oh, yeah, theory is that there's this is like there's more living space here, and you and I spread out more. Um, we're either on the porch or on the couch or on the at the desk. So it's like in you know at home we're we're on the couch and everyone everyone kind of circles us. <laughs> so they're more likely that they you know play in front of us in the living room. Here, there's no real center, and and you know I think they. Uh, they aren't on top of each other as much. That's yeah, this other. house is is like 50% bigger, but also it's all on one floor, right? So at home, we're on the first floor, which is real small, right? Uh, and it's interesting, like I notice on my Fitbit, I mean, I've been running a lot, but like in DC, if I have a migraine, if I have just a day where it's like, I basically don't get off the couch, except for like the most necessary stuff, right? Letting the dogs out, feeding them, going to the bathroom, like I have a really low movement day. I get about 2,300 steps. Like that's my kind of minimum. I'm super sick and not moving day. And here I've only had a few of those days, but I still end up with about 4,000 steps, like almost twice as many with the same thing because there's just like more house to cover and like more movement to get. So it could be, you know, for them, they're going up and down like a full flight of stairs instead of a little ramp. So stair time and like more yard time and more moving around the house, like that could do enough to solve some of their craziness that they're not chomping on each other's faces as often. Yeah, I mean, I think it, that's a reasonable theory. They don't seem unhappy at all. Just they kind of zonk out. Yeah, they seem real sleepy. They have a great <laughs> plenty of opportunities to play with each other as much as they want. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's all I had have for house updates. Two Taste of the Keys stories. We still, we've got an archive of such good ones. And Jared Dad wanted to do them all today, but I had to hold him back. <laughs> so we're going to do one small one and one of the saved up big ones. So the small one is actually from today's Conk Life. Three men cited for undersized mutton snapper. It's the two small fish story, one of the classic stories of Conk Life and the Taste of the Keys. Yeah, uh, this is an evergreen like an evergreen tweet. Yeah, that's right. I mean, men cited for two small fish could literally be any day in conch life. Uh, yeah, these like guys were dudes. in Isla Morada, which is up in the... Yeah, there were dudes fishing off a bridge, right? In the state, uh, I think it's the state wildlife inspector comes up and goes, hey, what's in your cooler? Let me check your cooler. And they do, and then he pulls out the ruler and he measures the the fish in there and he goes these are undersized and uh you know you're gonna have to pay a fine for that i think that's it i don't think anyone goes to Just, jail for undersized. i have the mutton. measurements there the mutton snapper were 13 inches and the legal requirement is that mutton snapper must be 18 inches so there clear you go. violation clear violation also also they had a dead blue tang in the water so blue tangs are um they're fish that you'll see in like tropical aquariums like the like a bright blue kind of roundish fish they're required to be kept alive if you fish them out and they had a dead one uh so that's not allowed so catch and release the blue tang people they have to appear in court the blue tang yeah was dory a blue tang 
think she was a parent, parent fish. I mean, could, she could have been blue tang. I don't know. Yes, Dory is a blue tang. Well, there you go. So, there you go. Everyone should be so familiar. So, they had a dory. They caught a dory. Dead. Killed it. Put it in their cooler. Not allowed. If you catch one, you have to keep it alive. So, because, you know, you can't eat one because they're little. They're not that big. So, there you yeah. go. That's the two small fish. The men will all have to appear in court. Guys, stop <laughs> catching two small fish. Uh, yeah. d- do you want to tell the good one? Okay. So, the second story, which we have been saving for a while, is uh, titled, Man Chews Up Police Car Seat After Cocaine Arrest. 37-year-old man was arrested. They found 40 grams of cocaine in his car. And uh, they get him into the cop car. And while he's in the cop car, he just starts, like, gnawing on the cushion of the seat. Uh, and he had like probation violations and there were some other <laughs> warrants out for him. Uh, and there was, of course, a big fight to get him in the car. Like they he, like pulled his jacket off. He ran away. They tackled him. Stop big resisting. Fight. Him Stop the resisting. <laughs> I'm sure someone yelled, Stop resisting. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so then they get him in the back of the car. He's like kicking at the door of the car. Guys, if you get arrested, don't kick the door of the cop car all you're gonna do is get in more trouble you know what are you gonna do escape you're not gonna escape that's what he's doing he's kicking back there and then he can't get it off and so he just starts chewing on the seat of the i think he was eating it i don't think he was just chewing i think he was eating it (laughs) yeah well it says chewed off and or eaten (laughs) so we we don't actually know uh then they had to restrain his feet they had to take him to the hospital in Marathon uh, because he ate a whole bunch of the seat. And uh, <laughs> and then he did go to jail. And he was charged with, like, eating the seat of a patrol car, uh, which is a great charge. So it must be a Florida law that there's a separate crime of eating the seat of a police officer <laughs> and there's in the conch life story they have a picture of the seat which has like a black fake leather on it and then there's like a softball size chunk missing and you can see like the white foam on the inside and there's like little bits of it all over the floor but not nearly as many bits as would be needed to fill in the hole so that does uh to go towards your theory of eating consumption yeah yeah so people let me just reiterate the thing i've been telling you for like the past four episodes don't do drugs don't do drugs that you're gonna end up eating the seat of a cop car and getting taken to the hospital and then sent to jail don't do drugs i know even our dogs don't eat the seat of a car seat no it was terrible it's such a bad judgment i mean how are you making things better by eating never mind i mean what there's no rationale there no no, not again. And he was pulled over in the first place because his windows were tinted too dark. That's why the, he got pulled over. That's like a ticket. That's not a big deal at all. Yeah. And then they like ran him and he had a warrant. And then he ran away and fought them and ate their car. So. Yeah. Again, the keys are probably the most over patrolled piece of real estate in the United States. Let's call it I mean, well patrolled. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think the density, I just mean in a, in a neutral way, right? The density of police officers to roads, I think, is pretty high. Because aren't there I think it's roads. good, though. People do stupid crap on our one road all the time. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, how is... many times have we seen? I'm just saying over means that there's too much. And I don't oh, no. think there is too much. No, I don't mean that. Well I just controlled. mean if you're if you're trying to get away with something, it's a real bad place to try to do it. Oh, yeah. No, if you're a criminal, they're over patrolled. Yeah, it makes if, it hard if, to get away from. Shit. If you have a, a, you know, arrest warrant, don't maybe not drive in the keys because I think there's there's a lot of cops looking at your cars. Yeah, there's a lot of cops. And there's one road, so it's really easy for them to catch you. They just have to sit on the one road. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Taste of the Keys is cop car seat this week. Small fish and cop car seat. Ugh, dude. All right. We've saved <laughs> what I think is my personal favorite of the great conch life stories of December and January for next week. So make sure you turn in then. Um, it's a good it's a one. wildlife story. Yeah. Gives me the jibblies. <laughs> Yeah, it's, we're going to have a lot to say. We could maybe do a whole episode on that one. Anyway, yeah. foreshadowing. Okay, uh, dear dad, do you have a German word of the week for us? Um, you know, I don't have anything really good. How do you say don't do drugs in German? Nehmt keine Drogen. How do you say don't, pe- don't bite people unless they ask you to in German? <laughs> niemanden. Wenn er es nicht will oder wenn sie es nicht will. All right. Wenn, so there you go, people. Fragt. Weiß keinen <laughs> ungefragt. Yeah. Weiß keinen ungefragt. Weiß keinen ungefragt. Don't, don't bite anyone without being asked. Weiß keinen ungefragt. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. I mean, I, I was, I've got plans to make a t-shirt that says, don't bite people unless they ask you to. And this makes me feel like I should also have a German version. Yeah. Weiß keinen ungefragt. It's a worse problem for humans than for dogs around here, I think. I have never seen a dog bite story in Conch Life, just <laughs> to defend our point. canine companions here. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, but both people and dogs, don't bite people unless they ask you to. Don't do drugs. And, um, you know, don't try to kick out the doors of cop cars. Good life advice from the Golden Ratio podcast. Stop resisting, as they always say. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, <laughs> all right. Any final words before we wrap up this extra rambly podcast? No, we'll miss this place. Yep. We'll hopefully, before we leave, we'll record one more. So we'll at least get like happy voices and tropical breezes on one more podcast before we head back up to the frozen mid Atlantic. Yeah, we could, we could have some snow shenanigans up there. I mean, there's... there's. Don't talk stuff. about snow. I don't want to hear about any of your cold weather <laughs> negative thoughts. Uh, tropical breezes. Fair Playing enough. Playing the ukulele under the palm trees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally appropriate. Have you, have you shared the fact that you have a ukulele now? Oh, yeah. I posted the video of me playing the ukulele for Schmieg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do have a new ukulele. Uh, so the people at Strong Wind who make instruments saw my video and they're like, your ukulele sucks, which it did. It was like a plastic one that I got from Amazon for 20 bucks. And, uh, they sent me one as like a gift and they're like, if you make another video, make it with our ukulele. So I'm planning on it and it's wonderful. It's like all wood and it is beautiful looking and it sounds so nice. And, uh, I've just been practicing, so I'll have another video to post of me playing the ukulele to one of the dogs 
I'm going to record on Friday. Uh, so yeah, I have two ukuleles now. I have a cheap-ass crappy ukulele and a super, super nice ukulele. Thanks, Strong Wind people. They're not sponsored or anything. They were just really nice, and they sent me a ukulele. It's good. You make it sound yeah. good. Well, it makes me sound... It's it's an instrument above my skill level on the ukulele, but it's still really nice. That doesn't show. I think you're being modest. You're so nice. That's why I'm married to you. I'm a fan. Oh, I love you. I love you too. Okay, before we get all lovey-dovey, or lovey-dovey-er, <laughs> uh, we'll wrap it up for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.